Welcome back to GrizzBiz, getting you ready for the Golden Grizzlies and the Robert Morris Colonials here in Pittsburgh. And right now we are joined by the Director of Ops for Men's Basketball. And this one, I'm very excited to talk to Colin Shannon here because a lot goes into the Golden Grizzlies getting here or getting to the Bahamas or getting to Boise or getting to practice, all these types of things. So uh, I'm really excited to break this down with Colin Shannon. As always, GrizzBiz brought to you by the Oakland University Credit Union. Colin, appreciate your time for sure. And look, I, the people watch the games on TV or they listen to the games on the radio not knowing 22 people have to get to this place. How does that start? How do you, how do, you do travel? How, how do you get the Golden Grizzlies to Boise. It's not easy, you know. <laughs> I mean, it changes the way that I even look at the game because now I'm looking about everything that goes into the game is what I'm worried about, not even what happens on the court. And once that ball gets tipped up, that's when I'm, whew, I can let it out. Um, but the flights can be really, really crazy. We went to Boise. You knew you sat on those connecting flights where we flew over uh, Boise, you go to Seattle, then flew back because you just can't get in and out of that city, especially when you're doing it on a budget, as you have to do in the Horizon League. Um, and so it's super tough when you're trying to call Delta and book for 22 people. I mean, I was on the hold for 15 hours for two straight days combined. I was on one time, four and a half hours at one time. It almost broke me. That was the closest <laughs> I've been to being broke in this job. Um, and then when you get to the airport, you're wrangling people. The flight's about to leave in two minutes, and you got a player eating uh, dinner, and I have to go grab him from somewhere and throw him onto the plane. And so it is not easy. It's not like you're Kentucky, right, where you just scramble the private jet. No, it is not. <laughs> it is Colin Shannon looking up uh, Delta flights, talking to representatives who are just trying to get me off the phone. So it's not Kentucky. Uh, what about food? I mean, all I know is this, Colin, and the best way I can explain it to people is – so my wife and I, we want to go out to dinner on a Saturday night. That's a process. It's her and I. Like, I want fish. No, I want Italian. No, I want this. You got to get food for 22 people. And you can't just do the same thing every single time because people will start to grumble about that and things like that. How do you do the meal thing for 22 different people? Yeah, there's a lot of things that you have to take into account. You got to take into account budget. You got to take into account nutrition what people like, because if you just did what people like, we'd be eating deep fried food, fast food every single time, because that's right. what the players want. But uh, you really have to, it takes a lot of time. It's calling restaurants, it's uh, experimenting new things, and then when you pick a bad restaurant that has bad service and they don't like the food, you just gotta take the lumps when everybody's <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> No, because it, no, because it's it's funny to me because look, we're not Kentucky again. That's yeah. kind of like a theme, right? Like we're we're not Kentucky where everything is catered, you know, budget's not an an issue. You know, it, it is. There are certain challenges that we have to deal with that not everybody does. And you would think that restaurants they would be excited about a group of twenty two people. No, it's really hard to get a group of twenty two people in there. And so when you find a restaurant that takes care of you as a uh, group. You have to hold on to that because that's special because there's not that yeah. many to take good care of you. Yeah, talking about Colin Shannon here on GrizzBiz, brought to you by the Oakland University Credit Union, getting you ready for the Golden Grizzlies and Robert Morris Colonials. And Colin, gear, the Nike stuff, right? That's behind scheduling. That's the biggest question I get from fans. We're doing the Greg Campy show, et cetera. How does the whole Nike thing work? How does, how does gear work in today's day and age of college basketball? Well, so Nike gear works is that each individual school and each individual sport gets to negotiate their own contract with whatever uh, product you want to. You can negotiate it with Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. 
And so we use Nike. Um, we use Nike because that's what everybody wants to play for. Every player wants to have the swoosh on their jersey. And I've talked to some of our players who us being Nike was a contributing factor to them choosing and, us. And, and, like, people hear that and go, no, that's, that is factual. That's like, that, that's factual. That is the truth. Um, and so we don't always get treated as well as maybe Kentucky does, but we have the same – that we choose in the same shoes as Kentucky does. Mm-hmm. And so basically we work as they give us a certain, they allocate us a certain amount of money that we can spend on whatever we want. And then they give us 60 shoes and we can spread that out throughout the team. And so they really, they do hook us up with a lot of stuff and the Nike stuff is high quality and that's what the guys want to wear. Yeah. And, and you look at it too, uh, you know, fashion is everything now. And, and, you know, Oregon made this stuff famous with the uniforms and all that stuff. Oakland's jumped into that too with the alternate uniforms and all that kind of stuff. But somebody has to coordinate all that. The ordering of the shoes, the ordering of the uniforms, making sure that they're right. What patterns are you going to go with? Who does that, Colin? Oh, that's me. And that's not uh, you call Nike and say this is what you want. It's I get, I get the jerseys from Nike. I send them to someone else. And then someone else has to finish them off. And then I get them out, and then the game starts, and I'm just uh, sweating, hoping I didn't spell anybody's name wrong. <laughs> That's got to be a pressure cooker, yeah. looking looking through there and uh, and and seeing what's going on. You know, and, and we're kind of joking about that. You know, like we're, we're not Kentucky, and we can't scramble a private jet and, and cater every meal and stuff like that. But but that is the goal. And in in addition to your plate, with all these other things that we talked about, all this travel and, and everything. Oh, by the way, you coordinate all the tickets, too, when people have ticket requests and stuff like that. Before we went on the air, uh, you're dealing with that as well. But, you know, the Golden Grizzlies program, we're trying to angle towards that to where, you know, there, there are various fundraising campaigns that are going on and those types of things. So let everybody on the inside of that, what, what do you have going on? What are some of the different programs that people can get involved with to say, hey, we can be kind of like Kentucky? So the Oakland men's basketball, we have a really good uh, fundraising group that's new this year called the Blacktop Boosters. And so I think the Blacktop Boosters has a lot of things that bring value to our biggest supporters, people who support us financially. We have things like you can play golf with Coach Campy at Oakland Hills. Uh, you can get a customized game-worn jersey. with any. You can have Neil Rule on the back. Of course. With whatever your favorite number is, <laughs> probably three. Um, and something that's been really big and been a hit is that we have a pregame chalk talk before 30 minutes before every home game. We have, uh, our assistant coach, whoever is a scout go through the scouting report for the, uh, opposing team. And it's the donors, the blacktop boosters have really said it's changed the way they've watched the game because the coaches are showing them what to look for. So you don't just go to the game looking as a fan. Now you're to watch it as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but this February 2nd, we have the day of giving coming up. And on the day of giving, you have a really unique opportunity where you could have your gift to Oakland men's basketball tripled because there is a campus-wide match on the day of giving from OUCU uh, that they're going to match up to $75,000 to any donation to anywhere on campus. And so everyone on campus is going to try to get this uh, donation where School of Engineering, School of Education, but also men's basketball. And that, so if you were to donate when that match is still there, that would go directly to men's basketball. But then on top of that, we have a men's basketball only match where uh, we have a very generous donor who's donated $10,000 and would like to match up to $10,000 for every single person who donates on the day of giving. And so you really have a unique opportunity here where if you wanted to get into a certain black top booster level, 
you have a triple a triple match on your money. So I think this is a great opportunity for our supporters. And how do people do that? Uh, you know, I, I'm certain the GoldenGrizzlies.com comes into play. How do, you, how do you go about looking up the information for that? If you go to OaklandUniversity.com slash Day of Giving, or you can contact me at Colin Shannon at Oakland.edu, and we'll get that all squared away. Uh, absolutely. You're always at the ready, and you are always ready to go. And we certainly do appreciate your time. And, like, I really do. I've said this to you privately. I being on the road with you, getting a chance to see everything that you're responsible for. I really appreciate the way you go to work and you handle everything. So uh, props to you, Colin. Thanks for the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me, Neil.